You're listening to the Dare to be Different podcast, a podcast for people who want to live an extraordinary life. Your host is Joe Altieri, former foot model, ninja assassin. Now, he is an inventor and a serial entrepreneur. On this week's episode, Joe and his wife, Alicia, talk about how celebrating the journey can keep us adventurous. Enjoy. Welcome to the Dare to Be Different podcast. My name is Joe, and I'm here with my lovely and talented and wonderful wife, Alicia. Say hello. And we have Nicholas in the room with us, too, our amazing project manager slash tech director slash um, problem solver. Jack of all trades. Here. Yes, master of making things work. So thank you so (laughs) much for tuning in to episode two. We had so much fun last week, and we got so much great feedback um, from our first podcast. So here we are with episode two. Did you hear anything good, bad, or ugly about our our introductory podcast? Um, I heard good things. I got some early morning texts like, I'm listening to you right now, you know, like, oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's weird, a isn't little it? unnerving. Um, You're famous. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> So uh, our podcast is based around five values, five words that we've come up with that we believe really will help us to have an extraordinary life. And they are adventurous, driven, honest, grateful, and healthy. And these words, as we explained last week, and if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, listen to it. Um, Also, subscribe and share this with your friends and family. We'd love to tell our story to more and more people each and every week. But these words were really based off of a, um, a New Year's resolution type of thing where we picked words every, every year that we were going to live out for that year. And we picked these five words as ones that we say our entire lives can be broken down into these five words. And this week, we want to talk about being adventurous. So we, we had a fun adventure this past weekend. We, had, we went on a hike up by our cabin and we had two families plus ours all together and they ranged from how old were they three years old up to the oldest kid is 16 16 so and there were there were just a ton of children it was it was nuts and and a dog nine of them and a dog nine children and a dog plus six adults six adults yeah. trudging through the woods and we went to a, a pretty popular spot to hike uh, called Beam Rock, and and Beam Rock is is an overlook. So you you hike for for I don't know maybe a mile or so, and then you come out to this this rock, and to get onto this rock, there's this crevice that is you can step over it. It's not it's not terribly big, but it goes down about thirty feet to get onto the rock, and it's unnerving standing there um, and making that step. Uh, I I even saw you hesitate. A little I, bit. I still have yet to jump over it. So I you have, go around, I have, don't I you? I go around, yeah. But the the <laughs> children were fearless, absolutely fearless. They they had no problem going. I mean, to the point where like my stomach wrenched a couple times as they got close. Yeah, my hands definitely started to sweat. So <laughs> I, that, uh, yeah, the thoughts of one of them, you know, just disappear. Yeah, they would they would just disappear, right like, the, whoop, not gone. gone. <laughs> um. And there were nine of them, so we'd probably it would take a little while till we'd notice that they were. Uh, I'm, I'm teasing. We would notice. <laughs> somebody would notice, maybe. But 
the the uh, the fact that that they really have no fear that they're just uh, children are inherent risk takers was so obvious right there so when you get out onto the rock so the crevice is like you said it drops off maybe you know 25 30 feet but then when you go over to the edge of the rock it's the a, overlook is much higher yes and and there's nothing but rocks at the bottom you i mean it's definitely die if you fell off yeah or wish you did it would be yeah. <laughs> it would yeah. be pr pretty catastrophic falling and the kids want to go right up to the edge yes Again, a very sweaty experience on my part watching it happen because I just, you're almost like frozen a couple feet back. Like, don't go. Okay, Wait, I'm you, stuck don't, here. Don't, yeah. I want to grab hold of you, but I can't go any further to grab hold of you. So, <laughs> uh, It reminds me, this is not part of what we want to talk about, was the we went out to the Grand Canyon a couple oh, years yeah. ago, and you would not get close to the edge at all. Like 20 feet was close enough for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we definitely saw lots of people that had no problem getting close to the edge and were like, somebody's going to fall off here today. Yeah. Right up to the edge. Selfie toes sticks. On, with selfie sticks leaning backwards over the canyon. As if people don't die there almost every day falling right. off. Yeah. I just didn't want to see it. <laughs> no. No. But how hard is it to... How hard is it for a, for a child, for us as parents to, to... And we had teenagers. Our teenagers were there. And even the teenagers who know better... They have a respect for where they're at, where you just want to grab them and be like, stop taking that risk. Like, it's an unnecessary risk. Um, yeah. uh, how hard is that for, for you to, to balance that? Um, it's hard because you want your kids to be adventurous and try all kinds of new things. Um, you know, and a lot of being adventurous and having your kids along for that um, experience and to teach them the fearlessness that life should have to offer a lot of times it comes at the risk of um overcoming my own anxieties when it comes to things like heights or you know just different um things that make me nervous because of course it's your kid and you care so much about them and it's legitimately your job to keep them alive so like whenever they might do something that's risk taking it's it's a lot of inner dialogue of okay this is an experience i don't want them to have the fears that I have, you know, and me to ins like pass those on inadvertently just because it makes me nervous that they're close to the edge. You know, of course you're telling them like, be careful, don't dangle yourself over the edge and don't be stupid, you know, use the brain that God gave you. But at the same time, you know, it's overcoming my own fears and anxieties, I guess, when it comes to those things. Right. Making sure that we don't put those onto them. Yeah. So, one of the things that uh, came back from the, the first podcast, something that, that we had talked about, was the fact that the destination is actually not the goal, that the journey along the way is life. And that got, actually got a lot of feedback um, from, at least the, that I had heard. And uh, it, it, came, it came out in one of the kids that um, hiked with us last week. Um, this place that, that we go is a playground of natural amazement. I mean, it's, it, there's rocks and there's, there's logs. And I mean, it is absolutely the best place. I wish I was a child and had a place like that to explore. And so nine children all over the place, climbing around, um, having a blast. And we were there for hours and hours. But one of the kids decided that they wanted to climb up on this one big rock and got really fixated on climbing up that big rock and 
really stopped enjoying himself and just wanted to climb up there. It actually jumped out to me as this example of what we do sometimes, where we we stop enjoying the journey, we stop enjoying where we're at, and we become fixated on one goal, one thing that we have to accomplish to say, this was a good life, this was a good experience, this was, you know, um, I, I've been successful. And when that child got up on top of the rock, finally got up there with a lot of help from parents and things like that. We, you know, finally got him up there. You could tell he was almost let down like, wow, this is great, but it wasn't what I thought it would be. Almost like now what? Exactly. (laughs) And, And he had wasted all of this time and energy trying to accomplish that goal that, um, you, you know, I, you could tell that, that it was just a huge letdown. And I wonder for us, if sometimes our goals, when we accomplish them, if they're not exactly the same way, like, man, I really, really want to lose 10 pounds. My life will be so much better if I lose 10 pounds and you lose 10 pounds and you're like, now what? Yeah, I think it allows you to look back and just say, okay, so I've accomplished that goal. Say it was the 10 pound weight loss, whatever it was, insert goal here, you know, so you get to it. And then, you know, you kind of find yourself questioning, like, how much, what is actually better about my life? Like, yeah, you might size down in a pair of pants or whatever your goal is, but um, is that really the feeling that you were after? Is it great enough that, you know, you're satisfied there almost? Right. And especially if you don't enjoy the journey along the way, you know, so, so for, um, you know, for us with, with the business, there was this time where it was like, wow, if I can get a company interested in possibly buying this, if I can, then, then we had some companies that started buying it. We're like, wow, did we make it? No. Now there's that next thing. Now there's that next thing. And it became so easy to uh, get fixated on the next goal. Uh, I've, I've always been told, you know, keep your eye on the prize. And I think for life, sometimes that's terrible advice. It is. It is pretty terrible advice. Not that we shouldn't have goals and strive towards them. But, you know, the the journey along the way, I mean, it's even not even business related. You can apply it to all the different aspects. I mean, it's, you know, a single person saying, well, I'll be happier once I'm married or a married person saying, well, I'll be happier once I have a baby or, you know, a person that's searching out a, a higher paid career well I'll be happier once I get that higher paid job I can only make ten thousand dollars more a year everything will be if I could only buy a new car if I could only buy a house if I could only you know then I'd be happy then I'd be happy then I'd be happy you know and once those things come you know the satisfaction sometimes wanes on what you thought you would be feeling at that time and um, it can sort of lead to a you know a life that you're not really content with and um, not really enjoying the moments that you've had along the way to reach your goals and to enjoy where you're at and be happy and find the joy in the process and find the joy in the um, the journey along the way. Just find happiness at those different moments while you're achieving your goals and different things. Yeah, I think a lot of times we have to remember not to forfeit the 
the wonderful experiences and lessons and relationships on that path to that goal. Yeah. That's the, that's the big thing. We just, we just say these are not important because the end result is, is important. So, you know, understanding that the, that the goal is not as important, you know, sometimes that actually helps us with procrastination. I, I know for me, I'm always, when I'm setting goals, I'm always starting tomorrow. I don't know if that, I don't know if you've ever had that before. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do, you know, on our path to being healthier, there's certain things that I want to do to, to become physically healthier. And it's always tomorrow. It's, I never say I'm going to start right now or I'm going to start later. And I, I read this, that most of the time people procrastinate because of a fail or for a fear of failing. So the fact that that we reevaluate what is important, the goal versus the journey, gets rid of some of that fear. Do you agree? Yeah, I um, I also, you know, just to take a different side of that is also the, the regrets of, you know, trying something that maybe doesn't work or, you know, going somewhere and, and trying different things and, and you feel that, feel that you've failed, but you've tried. So like, I don't know that there's a, people always say, oh, you know, I regret that I did that or I, you know, and look backwards at mistakes that maybe they feel are mistakes. But whenever you've learned something, whenever you've actually tried something, is that an actual regret? Can you regret that? You know, you can't go back in time and erase not trying something or trying it or, you know, a failure or whatever. You can't erase that. So it's just added to your experiences, if that kind of makes sense. Right. So the book you wrote, uh, wasn't a bestseller. Yeah. The, the business that you started, um, went under the relationship that you're, you're in or that you were looking for just didn't, didn't work didn't out. Didn't work out. You broke um, up, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, that it's not a failure. It's simply another life lesson. Yeah. It's just another step along this thing that we call life. Yeah. Would you learn through it? You know, would you do that again now? You know, you just, learn something through it. It's an experience. It's, you know, it doesn't need to necessarily fall into the list of regrets. Yeah. So for me, you know, as I'm thinking about being adventurous and, and making sure that I'm, because I'm a very goal oriented person. I am, I, I, I am driven. That's one of our, our values. So for me to, to, to really uh, help me with this topic, you know, with being adventurous and staying adventurous and making sure that uh, my life isn't all about the goals. I've, uh, I've tried to do two things and uh, you might have some other suggestions, but this is, this is to me, the things that, that help me to keep my eye on the journey versus the goal. The first is to reflect every single day. So that's taking a couple minutes. Um, some people meditate, some people you know, journal, whatever that, whatever your function is, the way that you, that, that you do this, but just take a couple minutes every day and reflect on the journey that you traveled that day. Um, and then the second is to celebrate progress. And I don't do this enough, but that's something that I, I'm going to do, um, going starting forward. tomorrow, starting, starting tomorrow, <laughs> starting today, we are going to celebrate progress. So that, you know, when, when we learn something new, when, when there's some new milestone in our life, again, not necessarily a goal, not something that we've accomplished, but just something, something that is out of the ordinary, we're going to celebrate it. 
um, as that part of part of that that journey, I'm going to celebrate it. Uh, so I'm going to bake myself a cake or something, which would be part of that. Which would be that would be adventurous adventure for me. In Absolutely, and entertaining to watch altogether. Do you have any other <laughs> any other things that that you can think of that that we could do or people could do to help that journey process? You know, help help to make sure that the journey is a priority, not the not the end end goal. I think that, yeah, like what you said about celebrating the good things and then reflecting on, you know, your day, you know, it kind of just helps you to put into perspective and maybe talk down some of the nervousness or anxiety that went along the day whenever you feel like, oh, today was just a bad day. Um, You know, if you reflect on it and pick out some good parts too, you know, it's, it's not a bad day. It's not a bad life. It's just some bad moments you know because life sometimes is really hard um but there's good there you know so whenever you take the time to reflect back or take some silence or meditation or whatever it is that helps you you know and it's going to be different for everybody but take the moments and take the time to say there's good here you know I have good in my life you know it just might have been a tense day or whatever um but yeah, think about those things that you have accomplished today that did put you in a forward progression and um, don't stay where you're at. Right. Yeah. In 24 hours, there's something to celebrate. Yeah. You got a good parking spot. Yeah. Woohoo. Awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, um, my grandfather used to say any day that you wake up looking at the green side of the grass is a good day. Yeah. So, um, yes. And, and it kind of gets into gratitude and some other things. but. Yeah. But there are things to to celebrate every single day. So that's all the time we have for today. So, but we do want to encourage each and each and every one of you to find something to celebrate today. Find ce- something to celebrate every single day, and enjoy the journey. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for sharing and subscribing. And we will catch up with you again in a couple of days. Thank you so much. <music>